Let me take you back to 1997, Callum. All right. I wasn't even born. No. So please take me back. Take me in the time machine. Well, it was a different time. Uh, I mean, songs like this were released. Yeah, it was great. It was so colourful, bright. The film clip was amazing. You know, Aqua was huge. They had a bunch of weird songs yeah. like um, that Dr. Jones one as well. Yeah, very, right, very cool. strange. I find it so fascinating that song came out in 97. Mm. I didn't even realise it was the 90s. I always pictured it as an early 2000s song for a long time. Yeah, no, no. It's not one of your childhood. It's one of mine, mate. Um, but this basically song has been put under the uh, microscope and people are looking into it now and going, hey, this is a little bit problematic, which... All right. To be honest, like, it probably always was, but you just sort of get on with it, don't oh, you? back in the 90s, you just sweep it under the rug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was problematic, That was you when know? Sam Newman was on the footy show going around street talk and not, not and really making fun of the locals. But they, they basically put the, the song under the microscope. One of the, the first lyrics is, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life is plastic. It's fantastic. I mean, Undress Me Everywhere was always a part of it, wasn't it? Yeah, one of the warning signs, right, yes. of the song. Yeah, this journalist is saying it's a bit disturbing. Next one. So these lyrics are saying, I'm a blonde bimbo girl in a fantasy world. So really it's just about Barbie being a bit submissive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one here. I mean, right. con- concerning because, you know, as a child, you're, you're just um, dancing along to these lyrics, like, and, all good. And the lyrics beg on my knees. Yeah. She's not going to church. No. She's not going for communion. <laughs> <laughs> but then Ken, old mate Ken chimes in with a bit of this. Ken, you absolute fiend. I didn't even realise that was Ken the whole time. Yeah, Ken's he's jumping around, calling her a bimbo friend and asking to fool around. No, it's a bit problematic. You know what's funny about this song, though? That these, these songs exist, and we talk about all these other artists that, you know, float around and still have their music about that are still problematic and a oh, bit yeah. off and everything. I was looking at a list the other day of who's still around, who's still got their music out there that you can buy and publish. You know, bloody Charles Manson was a musician? Yeah, he's got he his on music. Spotify. He's on Spotify. He's like an acoustic guitarist. Okay, well, that's what we should be talking about. Leave Barbie Girl alone. Yeah. I mean, she's just trying to get by. You're going to need a bigger podcast. Davo, Tom, and Callum, the podcast. The big day is almost here, Davo, where tomorrow I'll be participating at the Dockside Festival at Port Adelaide, the inaugural full-long sausage roll eating competition by Mayfair. Yes, um, we are very excited about this. Earlier in the week, we tried to film a video uh, of you talking about this competition and you and I just couldn't stop giggling. Yeah, it was so funny. And, you know, it's it's for a good cause. It's for charity. It is very fun. But, hey, it's getting towards that end of the competition, though, where I'm starting to make my enemies and choose who I want to rattle the cage a little bit when I go there. Because there's about five people in the contest Mm -hmm. and I don't want to have to pay my attention to all of them. So I just want to target one specific person. Yeah, I did see last night on the socials you were doing a bit of that gear. So what happened? So I've targeted Travis Mahoney. Mm -hmm. He's a swimmer here in Adelaide. And yeah, he's a finalist for the Olympics and stuff. And he'll be on there. He's on the bill. But pretty much he put up a comment 
comment and a post. And I said, you're going down, Mahoney. He said, bring it on. So now there's a bit of banter back and forth with Mahoney. Mm. Yeah, okay, right. Now, I also noticed, like, last night you went to the Crick, as you said. Yeah. Which is the cricket for anyone else. Um, and you you put up a story of you <laughs> practising for the Yeah, weekend. so I was with two mates at the cricket, and I'm telling them about the sausage roll comp. And I joke around saying, hey, maybe I should get a sausage roll from the bakery mm. here and practice. I go and get it. I go to the bathroom yeah, yeah, and I can't yeah. help myself but see a You're sausage a roll there. So I bring it back and I'm slamming the sausage roll in front of my mates. I've got a timer going. It is hard. Yeah. It is hard. Okay. I thought the pastry would have been the worst thing about it, but the meat is so dense and so hard to get down. It's actually really hard. All right. Well, I looked, I watched you eating this sausage roll and I had a few tips for you, babe. You know, someone yelled out, it's not even funny when I was eating the sausage oh. roll. <laughs> I was like, it is not meant to be funny. This is a serious comp for charity. But I do have uh, a couple of tips for you because I saw this video and your technique was all off, mate. Yeah, what do you reckon? Let's talk technique as the coach. So what happened was you were trying to shove as much in your mouth as possible. Like you weren't going for the chew or anything. You were literally going for like a Scooby-Doo snack style, straight down sandwich, no chewing. Yeah, pelican. You can't do that because you're actually – your neck will constrict. So you're going to have to chew it and then swallow, babe. Yeah, okay, I agree. I had an interesting tactic up my sleeve as well where I thought I could skin the pastry off. I could rip the pastry off and then just skin the meat with my teeth and slide it off. Yuck. And then just pelican it. (laughs) That's my next tactic. Everyone in the studio is like, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. (laughs) I'm coming down to support you tomorrow. Do not embarrass me. First you get the sugar, then you get the power, then you get the Dave O'Tom and Callum podcast. Something interesting has happened in the world of sports and pretty much, you know those press conferences that you do? Yes. And it's pretty much you'll have the person with the microphone, the athlete with the mic, and they'll usually have like a representative there to do all the speaking and everything. Yeah. Something weird has happened with the Brazilian <laughs> soccer team amidst this World Cup. So pretty much you've got a player up there on the stage, you've got the Brazilian coach or whoever it is, and a cat has roamed up on the table. Yeah. So this cat's walked up mid-interview, set itself on the table. Now, the controversial part, and as the reason why people don't think Brazil should win, is the guy, the representative, Mm -hmm. then stands up, grabs the cat by the scruff Mm -hmm. and the back with two hands, full manhandles this cat, extends (laughs) his arm out. It's not like a subtle put-down. He extends his arms out and then just drops the cat. Yeah. Pretty much throws him to the side. Yeah, he did. But also, I know that Twitter has gone ham sanger on this guy and said Brazil shouldn't be in the the final because this guy threw a cat. But I just wonder, like, well, where did the cat come from? Where did that cat come from? Because there should be security guards. There should be people hanging around. Like, what's he done? Did he forge himself a pass? <laughs> and say, a media I'm pa- pass? Yeah, and then walked on, trot on through? Well, I mean, they're so strict with humans. How did the mm. cat slide through? Is it just not at eye level? This is what I mean, though. This cat has managed to make its way into the stadium, past all the press, past the security. He's then got side stage. I mean, side stage is hard to get in. But then he's trot on up and become the front and centre. What was the cat maybe, trying to maybe achieve? Maybe this is a precious cat. This is a famous <laughs> cat of Brazil or something, and that's why everyone's up in arms about it because they've just disrespected him. I don't know. I've seen this guy. I've seen the video. Yeah. Now, he does grab the cat by the scruff, and, I mean, that's how the cat's 
grab each other, right? Yeah, I think like grabbing by the scruff is fine, but it just looks a little bit weird and aggressive because he's done a two two hander. Yeah, and I think as well because the cat sort of looks over his shoulder as well and sort of looks back at him like ah! the cat looks like, like he's going to nip him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turn around like what the hell are you doing? It does. Uh, I mean, it doesn't beg the question, but we want to know. <laughs> oh, for our personal interest, yeah. please. When have you thrown the cat? <laughs> when have you thrown a cat? Respectfully, now, of course. Of like, course. Like this gentleman. He didn't do it aggressively. He no. just picked it up with two hands and dropped it off because it was crashing their media interview. Yeah, it was on stage. It had to be removed. Where was the helpers coming to get it? But this happened to my mum. She had to throw a cat once. And it was because she... <laughs> what do you mean? Well, she was at home in bed asleep. And we don't have a cat. We don't have a cat. There's no cat in our lives. Yeah, sure. But my mum was asleep and she felt these paws at the end of her bed start creeping on up closer and closer and as my mum woke up she saw a cat <laughs> standing on her chest t- like leaning over her and my mum has flung this cat across the room no that's why it was just a stray cat <laughs> yes. strolled in your house burgling yeah sometimes you've got to throw a cat <laughs> but we did get a text in here and it says when I was younger I threw a cat at my sister <laughs> her eye got scratched everywhere and she nearly went blind oh this is sad and she nearly went blind we are we were fine and I grabbed the closest things to me, which was our pet cat, Gina. But in hindsight, it should have been the chair. Wow, what a, what a weapon to use. <laughs> what, a, what an arsenal to have, a live cat that can scratch. And we've also got Kayla on the line from Glenelg. Kayla, when did you throw the cat? Hi, guys. So I've never actually thrown a cat, but I do have a good mm. method to get a cat off of you. Okay. So... <laughs> Basically, you just got to kind of hook your foot underneath the stomach of the cat and you don't kick, but you just very slowly pick it up and relocate. You're, you're scooping. <laughs> well, so you sort of move it carefully like an ornament or something that you're putting around the house. You just slide <laughs> yeah, it around. Yeah, like a glass. <laughs> yeah, no kicking, just um, lightly placing. Yeah, place the cat on the mantelpiece yeah. with your foot. So she's scooping yeah, it under yeah. her foot and placing the cat off. Oh, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. It might have been a better way yeah. for this guy to get away with it. What, if he just took his took his <laughs> foot out and laid it on the table and just fly? I think he would have accidentally flung the cat off the table and it would have been even more controversial. <laughs> he kicked it. You're listening to Davo, Tom and Callum, the podcast. 